This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Jason Kelly on Bloomberg Radio. Let's get to our next guest. Absolutely. Tracy Brown, president and CEO of the American Diabetes Association, joining us on the phone from Arlington, Virginia. And Tracy, first of all, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, Jason and Carol, thank you for having me. Well, we are excited to talk to you in part because, you know, you are very much on the front lines of this and you are dealing with an issue that Carol and I have been talking about a lot, which is the disproportionate effect this disease is having on folks with underlying conditions, with folks in communities of color, economically disadvantaged uh, people. Tell us what you are seeing. What do we need to know that maybe we're missing beyond those sort of broad strokes? So, uh, Jason, I mean, I think you have hit the nail on the head here. This uh, COVID-19 pandemic has really shined a a light on some existing problems in a very large way. You talk about uh, people with underlying conditions. That's 133 million Americans um, living with some kind of underlying condition Uh, When you think about diabetes specifically, you are talking about 34 million people who are diagnosed with diabetes, 88 million who are diagnosed with prediabetes. I'm one of these people living with diabetes and have, have been thriving while living with this disease for 16 years. But here's the issue. I think you've heard that for anyone who contracts COVID-19, that has an underlying condition, the higher rate of having a poor outcome is what's happening. This is demonstrated by data that is coming out um, across the state that out of the deaths that have occurred with COVID-19 right now, there is the upwards of, um, in many states, 40% or more, Jason, those people who have had diabetes. When you double down on that and then you start to look at the uh, numbers as it relates to people of color, you're talking to the upwards of 70 to 75 percent in some of these states that the deaths of coronavirus are people of color. This is a real issue that is affecting all of America right now in this crisis. And this goes to a bigger conversation, too, that we had earlier in the week that talked about, Tracy, you know, unfortunately, the level of health care that you get is often contingent on the job you get. And the job you get is contingent on the education you get. And the educational access that you have is often, you know, courtesy of the world that you are born into. And we know that Minority groups are often left behind when it comes to that initial kind of gateway into a much better life. And so this is a big problem. How do we get at the core of it? So, uh, Carol, what you just articulated is the the social determinants of health, right? Like these are all of the environmental uh, factors that affect People and uh, particularly uh, diabetes and, again, other underlying conditions. And if you think about these social determinants of health, there's data out there that says that 
equates to about 80% of poor health outcomes. Now, let's overlay. Like, we already had an issue pre-COVID, mm-hmm. as you have just outlined. Let's add on top of this the COVID-19 crisis. With more than 26 million people or more now filing for unemployment, the majority of those people, when you lose your job, you lose your insurance. When you lose your job, not only do you lose your insurance, you lose your income. Let me put the spotlight on this as it relates to someone who is living with diabetes. The person living with diabetes already has medical expenses that are 2.3 times more than a person who does not have diabetes. We already know that the lots of data out there that says people who don't have insurance have poor health outcomes. And then now we have that if you have diabetes or an underlying condition, the likelihood of COVID-19 um, leading to bad worse outcomes and or death, all of this now has just gotten, um, you know, exponential. And so what you have, Carol, now mm-hmm. is the people who need help the most are not getting the help. And if you don't have health insurance and you don't have income, you can't get the medic- medication that you need. If you don't have health insurance, you will not go to the doctor to care for your bo- your body, which means you can get sick and sicker and then end up in the very hospital system that is already exploding right now. It's right. a bad, bad scenario. Right. It's a cycle that uh, just continues going down. So, Tracy, talk to us about what you are pitching lawmakers, regulators on to alleviate some of these problems in the short term, and then maybe we can talk about some of the more structural issues because I, I know the cost of insulin and the the ability to get insulin is a hugely important issue for folks with diabetes. Exactly. So Jason, there there are, you know, three things that right now we are beating the drum very hard on during this COVID nineteen pandemic. The first is as you talk about, but the last thing that we want is for people not to take their diabetes medication, whether that's insulin or other prescription drugs. And so what we're asking, um, both at the federal and the state level, is an elimination of all copays for insulin and other diabetes prescription drugs. So that's not the end-all, be-all, Jason, but removing as much of the financial burden as we can so that people do not skip or ration Their medication right now is what we're going for. So that's one. Two, we've talked about the need for continuity of health insurance coverage. Mm -hmm. This is huge. So we are actually uh, speaking and advocating very hard to say, look, if Americans with diabetes lose their jobs during the wake of this pandemic, we want to make sure that they don't lose their health insurance coverage and so that there is continuity of coverage so that they can still get the care that they need. And then the third thing, Jason, as, look, the numbers with COVID-19 cases still continue to rise. We know the economic pressures and that states are looking at reopening. We have to have not only more testing, Jason, but the testing has to get 
to the communities and the people who are most at risk and need it. So we, we are advocating very hard, not just more tests in or everywhere, but let's get the tests to the communities that we right. need it because we know right now right. that's not happening. Tracy, and I, I will say within my family, like I know a couple of people who have diabetes, I will say also, I think once we get through this, and you're right, we need to make sure that those who have diabetes are getting their treatments. It's crucial. But I do also wonder, take several steps back. We've got to figure out how to get diabetes under control. And I'm a big proponent. Jason and I talk about it a lot with guests on our show, you know, doctors and, you know, people from the medical community about really focusing and this is a shift for healthcare, is focusing on wellness. And maybe yes. this is something where telemedicine can help us in the future because it, it makes it easier for everybody to reach out potentially to the medical community. But, you know, that we have such high numbers in the United States globally when it comes to diabetes, we've got to figure out how to roll back those numbers. I mean, and so I'm curious about your efforts along those lines. Well, Carol, like you, like I couldn't have said that better myself. Listen, um, this was a, the diabetes is an epidemic that existed before this pandemic existed. And here's what we know. 85 to 95% of people are walking around this country and they don't even know that they actually have prediabetes. And I told you one out of two people have prediabetes or diabetes. What we have to start with is driving awareness. And so we, we, we are trying to drive home a simple notion, uh, Carol, every time people go to the doctors, you get your blood pressure checked. It's just like clockwork. That is not the same for your A1C. So I don't, you know, I'd even ask you, do you even know what your A1C is, right? This should be a standardized, very standardized check that happens every single time that someone goes to a doctor, a clinic, a health fair, a whatever, because it starts with knowing. Then once you know where you are with diabetes or prediabetes, this is the thing that unnerves me. Right. There is a lot of things that you can do to help manage your diabetes. And here, here are the four things, Carol. One, you have to be mindful of what you're eating. You have to be mindful of how you're moving, your exercise. You must manage how you're sleeping, and you must manage your stress. All of these things cause havoc to your blood glucose or your blood sugar if not managed. So that's type, you know, for a type 2, someone living with type 2 diabetes, if you can do those things, you can start to get your diabetes under control. Right. For those who live with type 1, which is an autoimmune disease, you, listen, this is where insulin affordability becomes a must because we don't want people who need insulin to live choosing, do I pay my rent or do I get my insulin? Do I put food on my table or do I get my insulin? So that's the other thing that we're fighting for too, uh, Carol, but you're right. Like we need to control the things that we can control, but it all starts with knowing. Right. So, Tracy, I do wonder, given your background, you've had some big corporate positions. You were the senior vice president of operations and the chief experience officer at Sam's Club. It's part of Walmart, as our listeners very well know, being the savvy business audience they are. 
where does the responsibility lie and where do you see the most effort on that side, on the wellness side, especially between the government and companies? I mean, I know, you know, we're very fortunate to work for a company that puts that uh, front and center, but I know we can't say that for all companies. What do you hear from the corporate side, especially at this time when people are going to have to start to be much more worried about the health and safety of employees? Yeah, I mean, Jason, I, I think the responsibility, all of us bear some responsibility in this entire eco ecosystem from federal uh, government to corporate government to state, local, community to, uh, you know, even the uh, insulin manufacturers, the drug manufacturers, the retailers, pharmacies, all, everyone, including the individual. We all own a piece of this responsibility. And just as you, as you said, when I am talking to corporations, and, and, and again, someone who spent uh, a lot of time at Walmart, um, these corporations care about their employees. At least I know for a fact Walmart does. And they want healthy employees. But if you didn't care just about the human side of this, there's an economic side of right. this as well, Jason. This, diabetes costs this country $327 billion a year. So there's both a but, human right. piece of this and an economic piece of this. And I think right now all of these corporations, they not only have the employees, their own employees, but the communities in which they're located. Right. And I, and, I, and I will, and we're running out of time, but I will say too, Tracy, I mean, you're right. It's economic. I mean, in terms of healthier food and having access to it, it can be ex- more expensive or you have to have the time to prepare it. So there are so many things that go into this, but I'm so glad we got some time with you. Good luck with your efforts. Tracy Brown, President and Chief Executive Officer at, at uh, the American Diabetes Association, joining us on the phone from Arlington, Virginia. I have to say, when we talk about health crises, and of course, nothing compares to, I think, what we're going through, but I do feel like diabetes is another one, Jason, that we've got to figure out. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I mean, the, and the numbers that Tracy laid out are staggering and, and a good reminder, not just about people, um, you know, living with diabetes, but people living with prediabetes, which obviously gets into a lot of those uh, sort of underlying yeah. health issues uh, that you mentioned. Yeah, it's a big deal.